Welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we're going to break down episode three of the OC. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Kenzie Venunu. How are you today? I'm so good. I am, for everyone listening, you can't see, but I'm wearing a t-shirt that just has Sandy Cohen's eyebrows on it. It's funny to me because you literally sent me a message and you're like, hey, we should you know, make a shirt with just his eyebrows. And I was like, bet. <laughs> like, literally, I think 10 minutes after she said this to me, I had the, like, website up where you could buy the shirt. And if you want to buy the shirt, you can just go over to, like, themusiccitydrivein.com, and then there's, like, a shopping cart that you can go find it. But I highly recommend it. It looks great. Like, I, it great came nice. out. No? Like, I yeah, love it's it. really nice. Like, it's great. It's flattering. It's Sandy Cohen's eyebrows. Exactly. What more could you ask for? Nothing. Peter Gallagher, if you ever listen to this, please come on our show. Yes, um, So season one, episode three, uh, titled The Gamble. Um, I joked about this off the air, but it's funny. Literally, the synopsis of this episode is Ryan's mother arrives in Newport. That's it. If anyone has already seen this episode, that is the worst synopsis ever written for this episode, by far. I will say this. So we are... We we got the same MVP one episode, and the second episode we had difference of MVPs. And I really think that we're going to be different on this one as well. So I'm excited to figure out who your MVP is later on. But all right, so where do we even start? Right, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's this episode is like what I imagine the Avengers is like for people or something. Like there's just so much going on the entire episode. Like there's no breathing room in this episode. It's like action-packed like exactly non-stop so, drama as we for, when we're showing because i don't skip any of this right you know what i mean i get the scenes from the last episode this kind of came to me like one thing that kind of really triggered me right off the back was like julie is ready to hand over like 100k but not let ryan in because it's they're not they can't afford it you know what i mean it's like what's like that made me even more mad. I understand why, in a way. You know what I mean? She's giving 100K to somebody she knows versus bringing in a kid. But I'm just like, it kind of really just made me hate her even more. What's even um, a little more jarring about it is that Ryan is 17. Right. So a in a year, he's like, not your responsibility anymore. Gone. But I do understand. Like, they, I don't know how old Sandy and Kirsten are, but they, um, they only have one kid. Which is, right. like, they clearly would have had another one had that been in the cards for, like, what they wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. It's just so bizarre. Because I'm like, if I had this giant house and all this money to fucking give someone 100K, right. I would take in a child. Right. That like my other kid likes. Right. Yeah. That I, I can occupy that, my other kid. Um, the first line of the entire episode is, we got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So Literally the first line. <laughs> um, it's kind of crazy to me because you really see, like, the privilege aspect of the rich kid right off the back, right? You know what I mean? Ryan's, you know, they figured it out. They're not pressing charges, et cetera, et cetera. But then, of course, Ryan's, you know, background is why he's staying in jail. And, of course, you watch Ryan as he sits there as Luke's getting out of jail. Like, it was so heartbreaking, right? And it's, like, as Sandy's telling him, like, if I could just find your mom and release you to your mom. And then he's, like, is that why he gets to go? And he's, like, well, he has no priors. He has a good history. 
And then, like, you see his mom hug him, and I'm like, that's what Ryan cares about. Ryan doesn't care that he has bad history or priors. Like, he wants a family, and it was right. just so upsetting, because sad Ryan is heartbreaking. It's it's funny, because, like, he he sh- doesn't show emotion. He shows it in his, yeah. in his face, right? You know what I mean? I think that's a testament to, really, Benjamin, you know, his McKenzie's, like, acting, right? His mm-hmm. McKenzie's acting is really good, because there's a lot of facial acting from like, him. You would describe Ryan as an internal softy, and it's so hard to convey. Like, it's not a physical thing, like you're saying. And it's just like, he brings this extra depth to Ryan. Yeah, that's beautiful. I really appreciate. I love it. Um, Can we talk about how Daddy Cohen, just as he's leaving the jail, right? He sees what Ryan kind of goes through as, you know, Ryan's going. So I have some questions about this. This is a juvie. Right, because right. they're under 18. Well, Why are they all grown men? Well, I don't know, because I don't know if the, he could be tried as an adult. Maybe, maybe. Right. 17. Because, yeah, because, I mean, because of the charges at hand, too. You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's true. You know I gotta I mean? figure this out. Because also, not a very well-run facility. No. Um, <laughs> I was, I had a lot of concerns. Um, <laughs> I definitely paused it to Google, like, are people just like out like in the little hallway they have so if someone comes in from visiting someone that they can get jumped like i was very confused like i don't right. know if anyone has any info on california juvenile centers please let me know because this could just be another statement per the oc that um maybe it's underfunded yeah absolutely because i mean obviously later in the episode it it gets really serious inside yeah. the jail Right, you know what I mean? Very, very serious inside the jail. Which I have um, more questions about once we get to this moment. But um, I didn't know this guy's name, so I just kept calling him Fork, which we'll get to later. But yeah, he was a jerk. Um, he he ran into Ryan. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I don't know. What are you doing? Like, where are you going?" <laughs> like, I mean, obviously the way they looked at Ryan, it was like fresh meat. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's it's right. new kid. You know what I mean? But like you're right. It's like he runs. 20 years younger than everyone. I was like, this is when I Googled how old is Ryan Atwood in the first season and found out he's 17 because I was like, this makes no sense. It doesn't, right? You know what I mean? I, I, I he, he has eye contact with Sandy while this is happening. And I was just like, Sandy, jump in there, get him out, take him home again. Like, right. I don't know. You got to do something. Yeah, it's you, you get really heartbroken really fast because you notice, like, Sandy is upset. Like, he yeah. is emotionally, like, he is wanting to get him out, but he knows that, you know, Chris, Kirsten's at home just waiting to, you know, chop his balls off. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's that's really what it is. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, it, which obviously, you know, it comes for, full circle at the end of the episode. Um, we transition into, actually, the, you know, obviously the song, you know, which, oh, God, it's so good. But... We transition into um, the kind of little get-together that Kirsten's having with all these people. With the noopsies! It's the first episode that they're referred to as noopsies, which I just love so much. And and I can't tell you how much this statement that Sandy makes when he leaves the house is the greatest thing ever. So basically, we get like so much when Sandy, like when they cut back to the house. It's like... A new like there are so many housewives arriving, and Julie comes in hot like the leader of them. Like 
which is so weird because I don't really remember her being like the leader of the Noopsies, but I guess she is. Yeah, she seems like it. I it's mean, like, she, like she I don't walks remember. in the house like it's like it's one of my good. favorite lines is that it's not my favorite quote, so I'm gonna say it now. The house looks good. I thought you said it burnt down. <laughs> and she's like, no, not this one. The other house. <laughs> it's so funny because the lady is like so serious. Like she's like, oh. this house looks fine. Like what are you talking about? And she's like, Kirsten has so many houses. It's not even this one. Like these ladies are gossiping and they're not even right. Like, no, what is going on? Like, get it straight, Julie. And then um, Julie, like, confronts Sandy. She's like, nobody blames you. And I'm like, Sandy wasn't thinking that. So why did you go out of your way to say this? But did you write down Sandy's line? Yes. Well, okay. I'll be off. <laughs> I got to go find the next kid to jeopardize the community. Maybe a black kid or maybe an Asian kid. <laughs> The looks on their faces. I was like, <laughs> and then Kirsten's like, who wants a Bellini? Like, who wants and a drink? Funny, it's like 10 a.m. He's going to work. They're drinking. And the funny thing about it is, is because like their reaction, like they weren't sure if he was serious or not. No They're like, oh my God, he really is going to do this. Like, who's he bringing home next? It exactly. was really funny. Sandy's humor is just on another level. It really is. And you know, it's funny because you see where Seth gets it. You know what I mean? For like, sure. Like, you've never, like, Seth has a very funny humor about him, and it's never a question of where he gets it from, because no. him and, Sandy and Seth's humor is exactly the same, right? You know what I mean? Like, exactly identical. It's very, it's funny in some instances, and it's, like, sarcastic funny. Like, they have different variations of funny, and it's really good. I like it. For sure. I like the cut between, um the Noopsies table of food with Bellinis and fresh food and all this stuff. And it cuts to Ryan's food, which is like mass produced and just not very good looking. And it's like stuff I used to get in school when I was in like, I, you know, little kid, you know, elementary school is like just gross looking. Been sitting there for hours. Like exactly. But it was good. Like it was a good camera work. Right. You know what I mean? You for go sure. from like this rich end and then you just see Ryan at lunch trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life you know what I mean until he gets like I don't know if he gets like tripped or something and then this the same guy from earlier grabs a plastic fork yes plastic I kept calling him fork I wrote down who's fork what is fork, fork doing what is fork so mad about like pushes it into his neck and he's uh, like you gotta what I'm, I'm gonna kill you watch out for me I'm like because you ran into him like, yes. I don't understand. I I know it's, like, new guy mentality, but don't hurt Ryan. Yeah, the thing about it is I had an issue with it being a plastic fork. Look, um, plastic is not going to hurt. It literally, like, he, like, even in the same scene, it was, like, bleeding. And I was, like, how hard was he pushing it into his neck? And yeah, if it like, was that hard, wouldn't it be a lot more, like, and if it would like if it was able to do that kind of like uh, penetration to his neck, would they even really allowed to have him? Yeah, like I, it was just a little. We need to get up to speed on the ethics of uh, jail. I'm gonna go visit the juvenile facility to investigate After... the show that premiered in 2003. <laughs> Not even a new show. Not even. You know. Oh God. All right. And then it cuts uh... right back to the noopsies. Yep. And they're like, my favorite line, 
they're trying to figure out what to call casino night. They're like, we can't call it Monte Carlo night because we can't have two black tie events in the same month. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, we decided that. And Kirsten's like, um, I have to go work on the thing. And nobody questions it. And she literally said, I have to go work on a thing. Rich people problems, right? You can't have it to, you can't call two things in the same night as a black tie event, right? Funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. Of course, and then, then Seth tries to sneak out again. Kirsten catches everyone trying to sneak out. Like, not even just in this episode, like in previous episodes. I'm like, we're yeah. only season, or episode three, season one, and Homegirls caught like 15 people trying to sneak out. Like, it's hilarious. It's, it's so funny. Like, it's like she just sitting there waiting. You know, he's got a skateboard, he's ready to escape. And my favorite part of the entire thing is, Seth just is like peace out. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't care. He's like oh. I like because he's never been grounded. So I'm assuming he's like they're not really taking this seriously. Maybe but. like <laughs> like I can just do whatever I want. It's so funny. But I like that he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "I needed a noopsie break." It's so <laughs> funny. So good. Um. Then we cut to to summer and and uh, Marissa, right? Can we just talk about how much growth we eventually get for Summer? Because this is the worst quote of the episode. I'm just going to give it to you now. The worst one, not the best one. Marissa tells her to put a shirt on. And she's like, because my dad's home. And she's like, you say that like it's a bad thing. (laughs) Summer is better than this. So bad. (laughs) If anyone that is listening is new to watching (laughs) the OC, Summer is not like this. They just did not know what they were doing with Summer yet. Please do not write off Summer yet. But it is followed up with one of the best lines of the episode. <laughs> because, you know, Marissa's upset. Luke hasn't called back yet. And then Summer goes, still hasn't called you back yet? He was in lockup. Maybe he's into dudes now. She <laughs> says it with such conviction, too. Like She's, she's like, like she's not even trying to be funny. Like she, She's like, maybe that's a possibility. Like, oh, you don't she- know. Yeah, she's like, you don't know. He was literally in jail for what, like... One, like, <laughs> maybe eight hours. Like, yeah, maybe, and, like, and now he's gay. Like, now he's gay, which is, like, a weird... Oh, God. Poor guy. Um, <laughs> then Seth comes to their house. Oh, my God. And Jimmy's like, how's your mother? And Seth goes, uh, married. <laughs> so I rewinded it because I was like, that's not what he said. And I was like, oh my god. It was just so funny. And it was like such a small like thing. And I was yeah. like, damn, he's like, fuck you, Jimmy. Like, back because off. It's a play off of like the previous episode where they overheard them talking about the hundred thousand wow. dollars, right? You know what I mean? So it made sense. The dynamic was funny because he knew Jimmy doesn't know that it's Seth knows. It's so awkward that it's like Seth knows, but Jimmy doesn't know that Seth knows. It's like right. and it was it's so funny. Again, it highlights Seth's humor and also his quick witness. Yeah, right, he's so, like, quick and just... Like, How's your mom? It, Very. Mary, like, <laughs> and he had this befuddled look on his face. I just love that, like, Jimmy doesn't say anything. It's just, like... Yeah, he's like, nothing. okay, whatever. Nothing. And then can we talk about the moment that Seth sees Summer standing there in a brawl? Like, he... His face. His, his face. It was priceless, right? Like, it was... It was, like, if we didn't know that Seth is charming and not creepy, it would have been creepy, but Seth oh, just absolutely. head over heels actually in love with her, and it was just, like, 
It was so funny. Like, pure. Like, Marissa tries to talk to him, and he literally is on a different planet. It's so funny. And then she's like, a Star Wars convention, Seth? And then he's (laughs) like, a Star Wars convention? Her top's off. You could have at least said X-Men for me. Like, anybody knows, like, if Marissa or Summer know that X-Men are cooler than Star Wars. (laughs) It was so funny. He was so emotionally distraught that she said Star Wars. I died laughing at this because I don't know if X-Men is any better. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like. Especially if, like, you don't understand Star Wars or X-Men. Like, you're, like, they're both nerdy. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, like, it was so funny. not watch X-Men. Or no. They're probably both nerdy to her. And it's, like, <laughs> it was so funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll it's laugh. so funny because that was so funny. And then he's, like, I'm going to see Ryan. And she's, like, I can't go. And I'm, like, holy crap. He doesn't know what went down between them. Nope. Because it was, like, that whole, like, the, her, like, I want to stay. And him be, like, no. Yeah. Happened. And then the house burned down. And they got arrested. And yeah. they never had a chance to interact. So Seth is just thinking it's the same as it was before that. Right. It's, like, the, it's just the trio. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like the three stooges are still together. They're still rolling. It was, like, ugh. Because he, he was just like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, bro, she got heavily rejected. Yeah. Like, heavily. Yeah. Left her boyfriend. And this guy is like, absolutely not. Get yeah. out. Hit like, the bricks, Jake. It was and then, just brutal. And then shows back up to the house with her boyfriend in a truck. You know what I mean? Like, it, the dynamic was interesting. Um, can we talk about how Seth is smart yet again? Um, bringing Kirsten to go see Ryan, right? It was just, like, so funny because he was sneaking out to go. And then instead of being like, oh, I'm not going to go. Like, you're so stupid. He's like, no, come with me. Because he knows that Kirsten is a good person. It will see the situation and not want Ryan to be in it. Absolutely. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's definitely one of those things where it's like, okay. Like, it was set up. And now we're back in the jail, which I have so many questions. I have a lot of questions, mainly. Um, this show seems to eliminate women's purses. Like, Kirsten is coming in after driving to this facility yep. and does not have a purse. No IDs. Where, 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 where are your... I've been... Okay, I've been to a jail to... You have to have, like, identification. Like, where are you, you checking... You up. Like, when you're... Where are you check in to see the person? Like, they're literally, like, two They were already from... in the, like... Um, in the jail. And yeah. I'm like, because they didn't have a little badge until no. they were like in the thing. I'm like, Ryan is right there. Yeah, literally. Also, Fork is in the room. Yes. That's the visitor's room. Yes. Who was visiting Fork? No. He was Why just is chilling. he in there? Are there no rules in this facility? Like, no. who is in charge? Like, I didn't think you were, uh, you weren't allowed in the visitor's unless you had a visitor you know what i mean like that to me is that would make common sense right yeah because like nobody's at his little table and i didn't see anyone behind seth and kirsten so i'm like what is fork doing do the rules not apply to fork um i I need someone to tell me and then like he just nonchalantly just starts kind of you know oh well first seth grills you know ryan because i love it um he isn't like, how are you? Is it okay? Are you okay? Because he's like, what happened to your neck? And he's like, nothing. And then he's like, what happened with Marissa? I'm like, bro is in a lockup. 
And you're like, give me the gossip on your love life in the town you are no longer in. Exactly. <laughs> like The town you're basically no longer welcome in. Please yeah, give like, me gossip me so I can going. figure out why Marissa did not come with me to come see you in jail. It's hilarious. Uh, so the sad. fight scene's intense, right? The yeah. fight scene is pretty intense, right? It's it's because it's Thor is like moment. harassing Kirsten. Yes. And Ryan doesn't even turn around, which is such a Ryan characteristic to be yeah. like watching Kirsten not fork in the background. Yeah. And he's like, just leave it alone, dude. And because Ryan, like, he gets into fights a lot over the series, but he does not want to. Like no. he's he not does, a lover, not a fighter, yeah, guy. Like I mean, and um kick some ass if he has to so oh yes and um, he was not about to watch this happen for kirsten like yeah. it's just like one of those things where it's like if you're watching this show and you haven't seen it you're like kirsten won't take ryan in like just take him in but you understand like you have to understand where kirsten's coming from and it's like ryan does yeah. that's what i love about ryan it's like ryan isn't taking it personally ryan's not like she doesn't like me no, Even he, though, like, he clearly has some mommy issues, which, like, we sure. will definitely get into later. Um, but he, this guy just won't stop harassing Kirsten, and you can tell Kirsten's uncomfortable, and she's like, Seth, let's go. And the guy, you can tell Ryan just feels him get up, and Ryan's like, pow! Like, not on my watch. Like, yep. very violent. Yeah. Very, like, no, do not touch her. Do not look at her. And... <laughs> It gets, it gets serious pretty fast, right? You know what I mean? I want to uh, know, like, that. It's a, it took them forever to get to them. Okay, that's, like, my other thing about this stupid facility. Why are there no guards in the room? Like, I, I don't, like, that's what I don't understand, because if it isn't a juvie, and it's a real prison, yeah, there Courtney would be like, guards in the Courtney room. He's like, 25 years old, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, he's 25, 30 years old, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least he looks like it. Maybe he just is 25, 30 years old in jail terms, because, you know, he's been there for a while, but... Um, what's going on this place is just chaos like i don't know if this is a statement that the state needs more money to run these facilities or maybe there's no boss maybe fork is the boss who knows what's going on (laughs) who knows exactly but Uh, it cuts back to the house which i am obsessed with like it just like straight up like huge fight and then it's sandy coming in the front door and it's sandy goes Seth, what do we say no video games and it cuts and you see ryan and seth playing video games and he's like Oh, it's just brilliant. I don't know who edited this episode, but like, well done. Magnificent. Like, the, that's the crazy. Whole episode. Yeah, the, this episode has some great, um, and, and I'll talk about this later on, especially Casino Night. There was some amazing camera work done in this. Like, amazing camera work. And then the, ed- and then the editing that follows is, is magnificent. Like, um, the way they shot it to watch Sandy come in, he hears the video games. Doesn't see what's going on. You can see, like, how long that hallway is, you know? Like, you get the layout of the house. Like, he had a mid... Like, it was like a a detour for him to get to where Seth's playing video games. Exactly. And, like, you you have it in your head. Even if you've never watched the show before. Kind of You get the idea that Ryan's there, right? You know what I mean? Kirsten's finally burst the bubble based on the simple fact that she just watched A defend her honor but also be what he's dealing with on a day-to-day basis inside this you know whatever this thing's called jail prison juvie um works world who knows yeah, walmart mini walmart or something i don't know um but yes i, I loved it I, I love the dynamic there and you can see the smile on sandy's face you know what i mean he's very very happy he's like 
I never knew you to be an impulse shopper. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was so good. It's so funny too because it's like we don't really know Kirsten yet. This is definitely her first episode with like some character building and like unroot like veiling of her thought process and just more yep. about her. And um I just love like you never know who specifically wears the pants in her and Sandy's relationships because we were talking about it last episode with the money. Like that's Kirsten. Yeah. Like she brings the money home, 100%. but Sandy's like the moral compass of their family. Sandy's the moral compass of any family, but specifically the Coens. <laughs> but, um, like, it's just like, I really like their, like, they have like equal weight in their relationship because he's yeah. the more emotional one, but she's the more, I have the money. I like, this is where we're going to live. This is how we're going to do this. Like, but he's like the heart and soul of the family. Exactly. The, the dynamic is switched, right? We talked yeah. about that before, how the dynamics kind of switch there. Soft down. She is a softy a little bit deep down, but at the same time, she thinks logically to things, right? Yeah. She has a nice house. She wants to keep the nice house. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of mind frame that she work, you know, lives with. Where Sandy's kind of like, if we live in a trailer, I don't care. I'm just happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. He actually that comes, you know, stems from obviously where he came from as well. You know what I mean? I'm sure he does okay with, you know, working as a lawyer in Orange County. I can't say I'm sure he's not going to be hurting, but at the same time, he even admits it later on, like hundred thousand dollars. Like what? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, so, but it, it's a, I love the dynamic. It's so different from anything that you've ever, like you ever see on other TV shows. Yeah. It's definitely one of the first shows that I remember watching where like the mother brought home the money yeah. and not only like brought home the money, but like millions of dollars worth yeah. of money right. and but it wasn't painted like super negatively like yeah there's comments throughout this episode that she's a workaholic but it's from people that don't really know her but she's still home with seth and seth still like talks to her like there's no like you're never here you're always working like right. it was definitely one of the first shows i remember like of age where like the mother was working a lot and brought home the money but it wasn't a negative thing exactly and it was like, one of those first, like, ever really coming-of-age style TV shows where it was okay for the woman to be the breadwinner, right? Yeah. You know, and it didn't, and, like, it didn't, like, it does come up in their relationship, but it's not like every conversation or every fight no. is about that. And, like, it's really ahead of its time for that. Like, this is 2003. Yeah, absolutely. You like, know what I mean? It, yeah. I mean, it, we still, that is something still dealt with to this day, right? You yeah, know what I mean? Like, it's a nice change of, of, of events, right? So, casino night, we're setting up, right? Can oh, wait, we... we missed one thing. Yep. Um, because it comes back later. So, Ryan over here is Sandy and Kirsten talking. And she's like, it's not permanent. We're going to find his mom. We have people oh, looking. Yeah. And he's like, I guess I won't unpack. And sad Ryan, man. Yes. Oh, my God. Sad yes. Ryan. Oh, my goodness. I, um... I know we always say this about Benjamin McKenzie that he like kind of looks like a puppy and like pe- like he's kind of like a an abandoned puppy going back and forth yeah. this whole episode. But like, man, his eyes! I was like, this poor guy. Like, just has a little to be bit. Loved. For me, watching it now as like older, right? You can like we talked about this with like films. Like, you can appreciate things a little bit differently now, right? When I'm watching this show, like I was talking to you off it, like I was like 16, 17 years old watching the show. I was a kid watching a kid, yeah. right? And I didn't care about how Mackenzie was acting at the time. But, but watching now, it back now, it's like I appreciate the level of acting that he brought to it because 90% of what we've seen through three episodes is in his face. 
face acting yeah. is hard. It's not an easy, like it is not an easy thing to do. Right. You know, yeah. and, and for him, he's got to play this tough guy thing. You know, That's I didn't talk so about like, it's like tough and it's like really deep down he's just this big old teddy bear that's been through some shit right yeah. and it, it's glorious but like he breaks he knows how to break your heart with his eyes and it's, it's not crazy. an easy thing to do like that one second I guess I want to it was that. such a short moment and I was it's just tough. like my the cut's fast the cut's yeah. fast right after that right he says the line it's a pause and then we're on to the next thing it's crazy with my favorite part is that before we get to them setting up for casino night, Sandy's leaving and Kirsten's like, where are you going? And he's like, I have to go to work. And she's like, well, I just set up for casino night. And what do I do with Ryan? And he's like, take him. And she's like, no, what? no. And she's like, he's like, the, the ladies will love him. And I'm like, you know what? That's really funny. Cause in the first episode, he had a lot of cougars coming around to him. And I'm like, so Sandy knows. <laughs> like, it's so funny. My favorite part of uh, when they arrived to this, um, somebody, was it Kirsten? Somebody said strapping men, you know, strapping young men, oh, basically. yeah. So. And then, did we cut the scene there? Okay, so what were you saying? inflating balloons. The balloons, yes! I died. So the it. actual quote is, um, now that we have our big, strong, strapping men, yes. time for heavy lifting. Yes. And the editing just straight to Seth using, oh not God. even blowing up balloons, like using no. a helium machine. Yes. And it's like every time I've done that for like a birthday party or something, I have one of those like hand blown machines. And I'm like, obviously they're rich people, so they have like a helium tank. Yeah. But I'm like putting in no muscular effort is is that like it's so no good because you're right again the camera work there is remarkable because he's not the shot. He's not the yeah, shot. He's he, backdrop. Yeah. It, it just kind of pans away. And you just see, it's like you hear the line, strapping men are here, you know, to do, you know, heavy lifting time. And you see Seth in the background. The funniest thing. It's so funny. Oh, it's so good. Um, obviously, we have our first sequence of scene with Marissa, Luke, and Ryan here, right? I love this. Um, as, they're as they're carrying something in, Marissa well, looks... Because you don't even see Ryan. I watched no, this twice. It's so funny. The camera work. work. It's a crazy. Because like, you just see Marissa walk up to Luke yeah. only yeah. carrying a table. Yep. And he's like, she's like, hey, I just wanted to talk. And you just see Luke look ahead of him. And then yep. the camera pans and it's Ryan. Yep. And then it comes back to Luke. He's like, which one of us? Which I like Marissa, but totally fair, Luke. Like and, Luke oh, one versus zero. Like, yeah, exactly, 100%. Like that was a great one. Like, that, like for that particular moment. Luke was funny. Luke was funny. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it was a great look. But you're right, again, the, that's the thing. Camera work, again, right? It, it was remarkable because you just watch, again, watching it back, it's like you're, you're not, you pay attention, you kind of know what happens, but at the same time, it's like they're carrying this, they're carrying this table in or whatever. And Marissa, you know, says the line, and then Luke just has that sarcastic one-liner back, and it's like, damn, look at that cam work again. It's so good. You know what I mean? They set you up so and it's well. Like, it doesn't have to be. Like, this is a no. teen soap opera. It can just be whatever it wants. This could have been, like, like, General Hospital. You yeah. Know, like, Grey's Anatomy. You know what I mean? Like, but no. Honestly, it could have been, like, Grey's Anatomy, and they were, like, absolutely not on our watch. No offense to anyone who watches Grey's Anatomy. Right. Maybe. I mean... I have made that, that fan base map before. I'm very sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, one of my favorite parts, one of my favorites, there's, I would say this, I'm going to say this probably over and over again, but we cut to the cafe, right? 
Okay, yes. And um, I didn't say her name earlier because we didn't learn it until right now. Her name's Taryn. She's like a noopsie, but she is on quite a few of episodes. And I'm pretty sure she's in like the whole series, like off and on. Like she's not like a, an important character, but she's like Julie's second in command of the noopsies, like her lieutenant or something. I don't know. I just finished watching The Wire. I'm going to use all The Wire terms to describe <laughs> the new seasons. It's, it's like a gang. <laughs> like, I was just trying to find her name in the uh, in the uh, log here to see how many episodes she's kind of in, just to see if I can kind of get an idea. Artist, she doesn't have a photo on IMDb, the actress. It drove me nuts because I was trying to figure out who it was. And she's, oh, she, she's in nine episodes. Yeah, so I was calling her Pixie in my notes, and then I changed it. <laughs> So, so obviously they're they're dropping gossip, right? You know, I love all their gossiping. It's always like super off base, like has nothing no. to the truth ever. No. no, not even remotely close, right? Like it's, not it's like that telephone game, you know, like where you like yeah. say something and the person at the very end has no idea what the message was. It's like no. never right. That's the stage that Taryn and Julie are at. Like 100%. have no concept of what's really going on. Again, great camera work here. Epic, because you see them, and then they're walking to their table, and you see Sandy. Yes. Just beautiful. They don't see Sandy. It's amazing. Right? It's Again, you see them start talking. They sit down. The camera work, boom. How? Oh, hey, there is Daddy Cohen. You know what so I mean? She, and, I don't remember what they were saying specifically. They were talking about, like, Ryan. Then they were talking about Kirsten's a workaholic and never at home. No wonder these things happen. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that's the moment that Sandy gets up. But I love this whole like i don't know if they had someone show them how to do it but like the way it's choreographed is just so epic sandy gets up really casually not like he gets up angry or something he gets no. up really casually oh. and he pulls the chair and he's like hey ladies mind if i join you and then he takes a piece of julie's muffin and julie's face it'll be like he cut her hand off like it's so good so good. It's so good. I don't know how none of them, I'm sure there's outtakes or something of this yeah. scene because it's so casual. And then he is like, okay, I wrote this down. I hope this isn't your best quote. But he's like, you know, like you're from Riverside, which is not so different from where Ryan is. And Julie's face is like, are you kidding? Like, like she's furious. She's as red as her hair, like furious. So pissed. So pissed. And I, and I love that he just calls her. Like, Sandy's not afraid to call anybody out on their shit. Right? No. Because if you called Sandy out on his shit, he'd be like, deserved. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's I deserve why he's that. totally on board with it. And it's that's yeah. totally where Seth gets it. Exactly. 100%. Like, that's throughout this entire episode, you're like, yeah, that's that's Sandy's son. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that's, no that's DNA tasks needed. Yeah. Like, done. And, and it's so, like, it's. From like, if you look at it, most times people would just would have listened to it and then went and gossiped about being gossiped on. He just pulls up a table or pulls up a chair to the table, eats part of her muffin, which then when he leaves, she is so somebody come get this muffin. You're at a coffee shop, like people, like is somebody gonna come get your muffin? Like, relax, lady. Like relax. <laughs> like she was so, in she was more mad. That he touched her muffin than she was the fact that he real she realized that they were talking shit and he heard the entire thing. She didn't exactly. care. Didn't it's even care. Mind blowing. Didn't it's even so care. Funny. More it's mad hilarious. about the fucking muffin. More mad about the muffin. 
Because it was really funny though, like when they showed the muffin like left over, like he literally took the middle. Like it's yeah. so funny. So good. So good. I <laughs> need to know if that was in the I need to know if that was in the script. It was. It was oh, okay. Yeah. But like, they said that like it um he was supposed to take like pick up the muffin and like rip off a piece, but he left it on the table and like took out the middle of the muffin, which was like so much funnier because then that meant the mess was like all over. Because if yeah. you've ever had a muffin, they're yeah. very messy, crumbs yeah. everywhere. And the top part's the best part, right? Yeah, so he ruined it. Like he yeah. ruined the muffin, which is just so epic. If I think about it, I think I would have been mad too. I like a good muffin. So, you yeah. know what I mean? If it would have been one of the new pumpkin muffins from Dunkin' Donuts, I would have been very mad. Speaking yeah. of Dunkin' Donuts, thank you so much, Dunkin' Donuts, for sponsoring the show. Uh, oh, no. Oh, wait. That. They're not. not. Um, uh, Dunkin' Donuts sponsor us. Please. Uh, <laughs> we can, we'll literally just drink from Dunkin' Donuts these entire episodes. If That's you all we'll do. Allow, you know what I mean? Um, all right. So we get home. Oh, my God. When they come into the house, Kirsten and Ryan are, like, super bonding. Like, because Ryan showed interest in Kirsten's job. And she said, Seth hates my job. I tried to explain to him. He got really bored. And Ryan's like, try me. And she starts explaining it. And he has, he, he knows what she's talking about. He like talks back with more information. She's like, how do you know that? And they come in the house and she's like, we should go look at some of these houses that have this architecture you like. And I'm like, my heart, like happy Ryan. And then it's ruined because Sandy found Ryan's biological mother, Dawn. Mm -hmm. Which just, rhymes with spawn of Satan. I just, I literally just call her Ryan's mom the entire time. Like every time I wrote, I didn't even, I didn't even care to remember her name or write her name because I was so angry. Because I knew someone named Don growing up and I didn't like her because of this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if she's listening. <laughs> um, can we talk about the heartbreak kind of? another heartbreaking scene for Seth, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's... Because it's, he knows. He knows yeah. that Kirsten's going to be like, he has to go. Like, yeah. found his mom. That's what yep. we needed. Um, so they invite her to stay for dinner. Yep. <laughs> and um, I just want to say that uh, they really, whoever dressed Don, did Don's makeup and, like, just created Don as a character, did a really great job at um, highlighting 2003 trends for both Kirsten and Don. But showing the um, that Dawn has a lower income, so sure. like her trends were a little different. Like she's bleach yep. blonde hair, the darker like lip liner, and like yep. she doesn't look bad. She just like those were the two thousand three trends when you didn't have money. Yep. Like that's what a lot of my friends' moms looked like. Like my mom didn't do the eyeliner or the lip liner, but definitely had the frizzy hair. You know, like yeah. And it's like, but it doesn't make Dawn look bad. It's just like they have yeah. a huge gap in their incomes like. and you can tell like and they do a remarkable job of showing you that without having again without yeah, having like you. when um they have their housekeeper serving them and they're like yeah. thank you rosa thank you rosa and then don's like oh thank you like cause if you've never had that you're like no. what's happening like, right? why like, is she putting carrots on my plate like, exactly like who is this like you know i, I didn't ask for carrots I, it just like dug a little deeper for the background of each character, and I really appreciated it. But until Dawn starts talking, and Sandy's like, "How long have you worked in the laundromat?" And she's like, "Oh, a few weeks." And Ryan's like, "What happened to the restaurant?" Like he does not give a shit that she works so yeah. long. 
he's like, it's not impressive. She has a job. Like, what happened to the job that you just had? Literally. And last, she's like, time, last time we talked, you were working at the restaurant. And he's, she's like, they were doing cutbacks. And he's like, you got fired. But I'm like, there are other people at this table than the Atwoods. Like, relax. Yeah, Ryan's a little, uh, Ryan, he's hot Ryan though, is, for a reason. Right. The color of Julie's hair. He is on fire. I don't know if his choker's too tight or <laughs> what is going on. The wife beater's a little tight this episode. Yeah, like he is a little heated. Um, it's the I first just, time we kind of show he shows angry emotion. Yeah, so this is kind of like where you can see that why Ryan gets into fights because he's always yeah. kind of like kept it like he just kind of like defends people. Yep. But this is where you can see like he gets heated. He's yeah. he runs a little hot. And you can tell that Don also runs a little hot. Maybe this family should be separated a little bit. <laughs> exactly. But I just love, like, the amount of drama that unfolds at this, di this dinner. She is like, I left AJ, the, her boyfriend. Yep. She's like, he hit me and Ryan. And I'm like, why are you telling strangers this? Yes. Um, that he brought Coke into their house with her little son. I mean, he's 17, but, like what no yeah and then she's like oh i went to see my other son who's also in prison and he wouldn't yeah. even let me in <laughs> but let's but let's release ryan to her guys let's release ryan to her. It because that was seth's face like you're gonna let ryan go home with this lady like for real exactly. and ryan storms i don't even remember what sets ryan off but he storms out he's like he does Fuck this dinner goes to the pool house and this is the moment that um, I can understand having shortcomings as a person towards other people. Like some people have kids when they're like unplanned, but, and like, it's a hard thing to adjust to or something. But Dawn, she says that Trey was, came early and was unexpected, but she hints that Ryan was planned. Right. And she says like, I came for you. You did not come for you. They hired two private investigators to Don't find you. Come, exactly. Sandy found you and then drove you to their house. You did not yes. come for Ryan. No. And then he, she says, um, you are my last hope. He is your son. You <laughs> take care of him. Exactly. He's not a Still hope seventeen for you. Still He's 17. 17. Yes. He can't, like, come on. He's at this other family's house because you left a note and moved out of a house. Like, what are you doing? I just, like, this scene made me, like, I don't like her. Like, I can understand, like, like she's clearly an alcoholic, which we'll get into. She has some problems. It's a disease. She needs help. But, I mean, putting all your hope and dreams and goals on Ryan, like, he's a kid. That's not fair. It's a little much. 100%. 100%. It was really upsetting. I had to take a break at this point because my hand hurt. And then, like, Ryan's on the other side of the room. His arms crossed. So much space in between them. I'm like, he so, like, does not want you. He no. he does not. Like, at all. And then, <laughs> what, I think the worst part was um, Ryan and his mom go and have a day. Right? And they come back having fun. They're, right. like, laughing. And then she's like, I bet, guess we better go. And I'm like, but Kirsten even is, like, yeah. Why don't you come to Casino so, Night? Another scene here, another good camera work. When they, Seth is outside with Kirsten while this is happening, as they walk up together from coming back from shopping. And again, it's another moment where Seth is really hurt because he sees the amount of fun that Ryan and his mom's having. 
So this is another moment for him where he's realizing, oh my God, like I'm going to lose Ryan yet again. Like I feel bad for Seth at this point. He's lost. He's had and lost Ryan 20 like, times. in two episodes. about like poor Ryan getting this, like I can stay with them. I have to yeah. go back, taken away from him. I'm like, is it just as bad for Seth? Like yeah. poor guy. He's got a friend. A like, brother a friend like he's a loner right you know what yeah. i mean we talked about that in the last few episodes like he has nobody you know what i mean he just got grounded for the first time in his entire life yeah like, and like honestly he was talking about how he never talks to marissa and he went over to her house on his own right. by himself so he's growing already from having ryan around and then you mentioned obviously come to casino night what kind of dick move is this, right? I understand. I'm looking further deep into Oh, my this. God. Wait, we totally missed something really important. I'm just going to talk about it for, like, two seconds. When Julie storms home to Jimmy after her interaction with Sandy, and oh. she's like, Sandy said I'm from Riverside. And oh he's God. like, honey, you are you from are. Riverside. <laughs> but he's like, it was his it. pal. It was his pal. But he's like, I'm going to call Kirsten and give her a piece of my mind. And he's like, leave Kirsten out of it. And he gets yeah. furious. I've never seen Jimmy so mad. And he's like, she's paying our bills. Yes. And Julie Very learned about scene for us to forget about it. I know. I yeah. can't believe we forgot about it. So Julie finds out about the loan earlier in this episode. Then we cut to casino night. Right. And but Julie I, is... I have, a, I have a problem with Kirsten asking a woman who is only one week sober to come to casino night. I do, but I also know she wants to see if, like, this is kind of a test. Right, like, she, she wants to see the dynamic, right? You know yeah, I mean? she wants to see the dynamic. She wants to see if this woman can even pretend to be sober for one night. Absolutely. Like, it's definitely, like, don't go to a casino night thing if you're just trying to be sober. Yeah. I totally understand. It's, like, triggering and very hard. Absolutely. And, um, but she is, like, you know what? Seth's right. We should keep an eye on her. Like... Let's see if she can do this. Absolutely. But yeah. I just love they walk in, and Julie is there with Jimmy, and she's like, great party, and she is so phony, and like, like here's the kind of look on her face, like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, she's she so drunk. Dumb. She's and so then Jimmy hugs Kirsten, and Julie immediately is like, how much was it for the hug? <laughs> Fucking epic. <laughs> like, I don't like Julie, but like, has some, has some sass in her. So, so, many, so many things like kind of dynamic wise happened in this episode. Obviously, um, we have a very fun interaction between Summer and Seth. You're, she, he blows on some dice. She yeah. wins some money. And she's like, you're not going anywhere, Sid. I love it. I'm superstitious. What? You're not going anywhere, Sid. <laughs> and Seth is kind of just like, okay. Very, like, he doesn't I love care. You. Like this is the moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so good. Did you say you want to marry me right now? Like, okay, let's go to get married, right? It's um, so my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this episode, is Julie adding Kirsten to Sandy because she does it in like such a Julie manner, where she is like, "Oh my God, thank, thank you, so, you so much for the check. You never yeah. know who your friends are until you're yeah. in need." And Sandy does the right thing, trying to react like, I know what you're talking about. Yep. But Julie is fucking smart and knows that he had no idea. No clue. No clue. No clue. Again, again, a credit to Daddy Cohen here because very quick-witted on his feet to respond the way he did, like even though Julie knew yeah. 
If it wasn't, if it was that Taryn lady, it would have gone right over her head. No offense to Taryn. But because it's Julie, she, she knows. This is how she became queen of the noopsies. She under, she knows how to read people. Um, Can we talk about the camera work throughout this uh, casino? So like, I always knew where everyone was, you know, and it would like just very like easily glide from person to person. So I never felt overwhelmed by how much goes down in this scene. But we were, there was so much unfolding. There was Luke and Marissa drama. There was Ryan and Marissa drama. There was um, Dawn catching Ryan and Marissa making eyes at each other. There was Sandy and Kirsten fighting over $100,000. There was stuff going on dice with Slay. It was just. Towards the end of the episode, there's Luke and Marissa drama again. It was nonstop. Um, I love that. we have to go outside for the whole Sandy and Kirsten throwdown. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a throwdown. It's just like a conversation, no. kind of. But Julie sees them from across the room, and she's like, come with me, Jimmy. And yeah. he grabs his chips, and she is like, who needs chips? You've got Kirsten. Like, girl, relax. She's, Cut she's, no break. Cut she's, no break. She, she's so good. Um, one thing... One thing I'll notice um, when Cohen, when Daddy Cohen and, and Julie have this conversation, and he call, and he says something to her about it, she responds and says, "Of my money." Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. The thing about with Sandy from the get go is he doesn't care about the money. Yeah, he literally says it's not about the money. It's that you never told me. Hundred percent, right? You know yeah. what I mean. It just shows that, like, yes, she makes all this money, but it's, like, that doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. It would be yeah. the same if she made $70,000 to him. Like Absolutely. Like, like it, it's, it, it doesn't matter to him at that point. It's just the fact that she did not um, tell. And then the uncomfortableness of, of Jimmy. Why? Why? Did, why? Why it, would Jimmy? I literally wrote down that quote, and then I was like, oh, cool, Jimmy's interrupting. He's so slimy. Just There's like, no reason for him to go out there. And then no he's like, I don't know what Julie told you. And I'm like, that she loaned you money. What else would she have said? Because that's right. all that happened. Because the thing about it is, is I think Jimmy was hoping that Kirsten was going to lie. I kind of think so, too. Because and he's a little bit of a slime ball. Well, like, I want to pull a staff and be like, she's married. Yes. Like, back off yeah exactly and and so uncomfortable and then we go back in the casino night and don is just hammered and i think it happened prior to this maybe um obviously it did happen prior to this but the camera angle to when don takes the first sip right and kirsten's watching kirsten's watching in that again the camera angle right there kind of hits you because it's like you see her, she takes the first sip and the camera pans and bam, there's Kristen, right? You know what I mean? Perfect timing. Kristen always, because, like at the very first episode when she caught Ryan. Exactly, right? She took a drink right out of his hand. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, same setup kind of. Exactly. But she and never you, told her to stop drinking. She no. was just monitoring it. The right. only time she stepped in was when she was like, homegirl can barely stand. Maybe it's yeah. time you've had enough. Like, right. And then Kirsten walks away and then... She chugs the drink anyway. She chugs the drink anyway. All the other noopsies that are, like, staring at her, like, what are you doing? Um, And then she falls to the ground. (laughs) Why is she on the ground for, like, a solid three minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
You would have thought she was shot. Like, nobody stepped in. And then nobody I love um, Marissa looks at Luke, like, go help. Exactly. And Luke helps. And my, one of my favorite moments, and this just shows you that even though Ryan's hot-headed, like, whatever, um, Ryan goes to grab his mom from Luke, and he's like, thanks, man. And it was exactly. really, like, tender. And I'm like, they were just fighting... And they're probably still yeah, fighting. And we had this moment in the casino where Ryan tells Luke. Nothing happened. Uh, and that's when happened. he goes back to Marissa. Right. And the thing about it is, is like, everything seems like it's going to start working in the Until favor. Dawn and then Dawn falls. And Marissa gets very, the thing which I don't understand. Uh, is it because Marissa kind of has a drinking problem? I, I think so, right? She's I mean, that, like, always in that position that Dawn's in. Yeah. So far, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, Ryan helped Marissa. So maybe Marissa's like, can you help? But, right. But she, at the same time, like, Marissa, we kind of know she really likes Ryan, though, right? Even though she's like, get away from me, blah, 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 blah. It's like, she's me. like drunk. She's like, stay away from me. Come to me. Stay away from me. Exactly. <laughs> um, an intense moment there. Okay. Because we have, all right. So not only do we, we have Marissa do that. Seth, Seth leaves Summer, right? The moment Seth has been waiting for his entire life is happening. That's how much Ryan means to him. Exactly. As, as, as He just bails. He bails yeah. on Summer at that particular... Didn't it, even look at her, like, just left. Because Seth uh, is the other person who helps Donna. Right. Exactly. And, um, I just... It just shows, like, their friendship. It hasn't even really started yet, but it's the core of the show. Yep. Like, their friendship is, like, the central relationship of this show. Absolutely. Some people will argue with me that it is not, but it is. Uh, the thing about it is, is for me, it's such a great scene because so many things happen with just no words being said. Again, like I said, Seth broke away from Summer. Marissa takes a, just takes a step towards Dawn, Ryan, towards Ryan's mom, and and then Luke sees that, and Luke gets mad, and then of course you have the whole sequence of Ryan's really just like, oh my god, this is happening in front of all these people. Yeah. Kirsten and Sam, Kirsten's like, oh my god, but at the same time she's like, I really like Kirsten's reaction though because she's not actually like embarrassed, like she no. she's is concerned for Ryan and Don. She's not but like as they leave the party, she's she like, says, it's okay, it's, it's okay. okay, she's with us, right. And I just, like, I kind of assumed that Kirsten would react, like, if you've never seen it and you're, like, first time rewatching it or whatever, you kind of assume she'll react, like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, this is my party. Like, exactly. but that's not who Kirsten is. That's why she doesn't get along with those women. Like, yeah. Kirsten's a family woman, despite yep. what anyone says about her. And Great moment for her, right? Great. Perfect. And then wow. Ryan watching his drunk mom pass out sleeping in the pool house is just heart-wrenching. I, he does not, like, because earlier in the episode, Kirsten's like, what do you want to be? And Ryan's like 17. And you're like, this kid has been through the ringer. He just wants to be a kid. Like, he doesn't want to be like, where am I going to sleep? How am I going to pay for this? What am I, like, he just wants to go to school, like, be a kid, worry about him and Seth's problems. Like, does Marissa like me? Not like, is my mom going to survive? Like. None of that. And then Don has to wake up early. Kirsten catches her sneaking out because Kirsten catches everyone sneaking out. And um, I love that, right? It's so good. She really does. Like this is literally just, two people uh, in one episode, and it's like yeah. crazy. 
Shit, that gut insane. But I will say, I will say this real quick. Kirsten was really served humble pie by Ryan's mom because she kind of called her out to make her realize what she really has. Yeah, like, because Kirsten's kind of been like a little wrapped up in work. Like we've heard her talking to contractors a lot, like yep. worrying about stuff like that. She's a little worried about, not like super worried about her image, but a little bit. Yeah. She is really concerned that like she doesn't want anything bad to happen to Seth. She's like, I, Seth has it. Like, even if he doesn't have friends, he has a nice life. Right. Like, he's gonna go to college. Like, it's a whole yeah. thing. And and she kind of calls her on her shit, kind of. She's like, the way Seth looks at you, like she says, the way your husband looks at you, the, the way, way your kid she, looks at you, and the way, the way my, my kid, kid looks at you. you. Exactly. And, and dude, this kid loves you, and you're not even trying to take him in. Exactly. And and to me, it was like this first time that really from all the episodes, because if you think back at Kirsten talking to Sandy, she doesn't own that. She doesn't own the $100,000. She just basically says, it's my money. I'm going to give it to whoever I want to. Right. Yeah. Nobody is really certain. Even Seth being sarcastic with her, she doesn't really care about his banter about yeah. well, just send Ryan to the to the to the, uh, to, you know, to fend for the wolves. She doesn't yeah. care, right? You know what I mean? She, for the first time, somebody's really putting her in her spot. And it's interesting who it is, right? Exactly. Because it, Dawn follows it up. She's like, I'm a mess. I'm not a mother. And I'm like, Kirsten, like, don't pretend Ryan can go with her. Like, it's and, crazy. And then, and then, of course, we see one of the just heartbreaking moments. Heartbreaking. I, literally did not realize how sad this episode was when Ryan comes out and he looks, yeah. you know, when you wake up and you can't believe what's happening in front of you because you just woke up. So it's kind of like that. And then he realizes his mom is dressed. His mom has a backpack. Like his mom is leaving him. And she just waves really awkwardly. And Ryan doesn't know what to do when he waves back. And you can tell his homeboy is about to just burst in the tears. And I was like, I will burst in the tears for you. Exactly. <laughs> I cried enough. To me, again, with the camera angles, right? You know what I mean? Because it, it's focused on Ryan's mom and Kirsten sitting there having the conversation. And just, as you see the camera pan, you know, Ryan, Ryan is just walking up and sees, he knows she's packed. She's, she's walking out and leaving and never coming back again. Um, and it was gut wrenching, right? And and it was it was so heartbreaking. Um, but for me, it, it was yeah. I, I really just I, I just don't even really know what to say. Um, it, it was it was really bad. You know what I mean? Like, and of course we know now, right? That that you know Ryan's Ryan's here to stay, right? It's the best. They don't even show what Ryan and Kirsten talk about when yeah. Don walks away. Yeah. They just show Ryan and Kirsten walk into the house and Sandy and Seth are in there trying to make breakfast. I think it might have been toast, not bagels, which is very un-Sandy-like. Um, not sure if that was a writing error here, writing <laughs> team. Um, but she's just like, Ryan's going to stay with us now. And yep. it is amazing. And Seth, like, in pure so Seth, is so happy. But then he's like, hey, we have to go talk about things. Yeah. And then the best moment of the entire show is yeah. Ryan has the happiest look on his face. And he's like, I guess I'll unpack later. Yep. And it's just so cute. Then oh that's the thing. Like, I, and, and, and as we pivot to talk about the kind of the closing parts of the episode here, that's, that's, my, that's my quote of the, the entire episode for me. Me personally, I'll unpack later. 
it is, is just because earlier he's like i guess i won't unpack and then now it's such a happy moment yeah he's part of the group like the family he's gonna stay callbacks. yeah callbacks to the episode you know what i mean because it was in the nuance. same room it was the kitchen when it happened the first time it's like uh, which is so yep. funny because none of them cook for like that to be the heart of the home like they, they're always eating cereal like Ryan's the only one that we've seen that really has cooked any meal outside of, you know. So funny. So, outside right. of Rosa. That's my, that's, I can't, I had so many other lines. I mean, there's some funny ones. I love where she keeps calling Seth so many different things. Stanley, um, Rabbit's Foot, Vomino's, she tells him. That one's there. really good. I it think is, my favorite line is, who needs chips? You've got Kirsten, just because good. it was just such a burn, like. I hate Julie, like, pretty much the whole series, but, like, it was just such a dig. And Jimmy's just such a loser. I'm like, yeah, pile it on him. Like, exactly. I don't, like, don't MVP. mess with Sandy and Kirsten. Um, MVP, I'm going to go Kirsten. I, yeah, yeah. I went opposite. I went oh, shit. Julie. You and Julie? I did. So both of them have a ton of character development in this episode. Absolutely. Um, the only reason I like Julie here is because if she doesn't out... Kirsten, she does it in such a Julie manner. Exactly. And the thing about it is, is in my head, Kirsten's really saying, technically, Ryan can stay here. I'm going to let him stay here to make up for me giving Jimmy a thousand, $100,000. Like, she could, they have that moment together where they hug and, like, are we okay? And then it's, like, Sandy's on cloud nine because Ryan's living there now. He's you know not going mean? to argue about no. the $100,000. No, yeah. the $100,000 is the back of his head now. I yeah. feel like that hug or that gesture, and I know it was an emotional gesture as well, but I'm just saying it was kind of a gesture to be like, hey. I just think, hey. like, that just shows, like, they're at such a secure place in their marriage. That, like, and it's so funny because it's so the opposite of what Jimmy and Julie have. 100%. They hate each other. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so uncomfortable. So bad. And um, I just, I, I just love, like, Kirsten as, like, a working mom, but still a good mom. And I feel like this episode really highlighted her positive attributes. I almost went Kirsten, but I, I Julie's still a have, really good one. I wow. still have, we're three episodes in. I've given MVP to Luke. You've given <laughs> MVP to Julie. They may never win it ever again. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to watch this, listen to this again. Oh, God. You um, guys facts for us? I only have one. I uh, Don orders a seven and seven, which is what Ryan tried to order the first episode. Oh. Yeah. Family boozies, I guess. <laughs> Family boozies. Generation nil down. Ugh. Oh, such an intense episode. Right? So much going on that really, like, I wasn't really I wasn't really sure what to expect when I like I remembered like part bits and pieces of the episode, but god I forgot how emotional and how just jam-packed. All I remembered was the whole um you're not going anywhere, Sid with yeah. Seth and Summer. And I was like, oh, this is Seth and Summer's episode, which is so funny because it barely matters at the end of the episode because <laughs> so much other stuff happened. But man, so um this episode, quite an emotional one. It is, it is. All right, folks, do us a favor. Head on over to Twitter. Give Kenzie a follow at Ken's Venunu. Give myself a follow at Ricky Valera underscore. Um, we are going to be watching episode four next week, obviously. I'm excited about that. Um, make sure if you're watching along with us, we're watching along with HBO. 
Tweet us questions. I'll be posting this on Reddit. We've had a lot of warm reception on Reddit, so thank you so much for that. And the Facebook group as well. Um, the OC people are insane, and we love it, and we love you guys, and we appreciate you guys' support. It's light years uh, more than I could have ever imagined. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys later.